Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Stride Zone, explain it to me like I'm five liquid staking AMA hosted by Coin Hall. Let's take a listen. Ah, hello, hello. Uh, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hold on. I'm just trying to set up the spaces now. I still struggle with the spaces on the laptop. I'm trying to get my other account to join. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, we can uh, wait a few minutes before starting here. Yeah, sure. Is it is it morning for you now? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's morning for me. I'm on the uh, east coast of North America. Uh, I think you're in Singapore. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I think I'm twelve hours ahead of you. Oh, good morning to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good evening. Uh, the exact opposite side of the world. Yeah. Do you have any plans to come down to Singapore one day? Uh, no, um, uh, not me personally. Uh, however, um, uh, I've seen some some talk on Twitter, and uh, it looks like the next Cosmoverse might be in Seoul in South Korea. Maybe that's kind of in your neck of the woods, so I might come for that reason. Oh, serious? What, when is it like next next year? Yeah, yeah. It, it's just speculation and everything. I mean, nothing's official, but like if you think about where the first one was and then the second. <laughs> and you think about how like so much of the community is over there. Uh, it kind of makes sense, Seoul, I think. No, yeah, because um, Colombia was a bit too far for me. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like, a, I don't know, 16 hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah some people made it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, at the same time, we also had like Token 2049, which was another crypto conference. And yeah, it was a bit track. It was hard to like go for both events, yeah. So some of us are stuck here for Cosmo. But from Cosmoverse, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, and I, I think it would probably make sense to have it in Seoul next year. Yeah, yeah. Right, hold on. I'm just going to get my speaker account. They need to fix the spaces for laptop, I swear. Like, make it, like, support it or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would really prefer my laptop. Yeah, okay. Are we all good? We'll start in about a minute or so. Okay, uh, are you there, John? Yep, I'm still here. Yeah, let's just begin. Okay, uh, so I just want to ask you about some things uh, because I remember, you know, personally, I was on Twitter for quite a long time and I remember seeing you on my timeline <laughs> a long time back and even now, putting out quality threads across Cosmos and crypto. So I just wanted to ask, like, are you also working with Orbital Command? Uh, yeah, uh, so I guess I'll introduce myself for um, yeah. our small, intimate audience here. Um, <laughs> uh, my name is uh, my name's John Galt. Um, obviously, I've got the Stride account, so I work for Stride. I'm the head of growth here at Stride, and I've been working um, with Stride uh, as a contributor for about two months now. Prior to that, uh, I was 
well, prior to the crash in May, I was like big into the Terra ecosystem. Um, um, my name is John Galt. Uh, my Twitter handle is uh, at lurkaroundfind. Uh, so yeah, I, I did a lot with Terra. Uh, I got hired by Orbital Command. I'm still a partner at Orbital Command. So yeah, basically I do Orbital Command and Stride. Oh, wow. How do you even balance all of it together? Oh, I, I just do a lot of multitasking. That's all. <laughs> all right. So what were you doing before crypto, actually? How did you get into crypto? Oh, uh, well, uh, kind of a personal question, but I'll take it anyway. Um, yeah. I, uh, I just, uh, I've been playing around with crypto for quite some time. I bought Bitcoin pretty early on, and uh, it's always been a passion of mine for about a decade now. And uh, this year, I just kind of turned that passion into my full-time job, and it just worked out perfectly. So uh, I was a high school teacher. Um, <laughs> I guess it, it kind of personal. I wasn't really expecting this, but yeah, it, that's what I was. And now uh, I do crypto. So now I'm the head of growth at Stride. Uh, congratulations. You came a long way today. Anyway, you'll be teaching me a lot of things about the protocol know-hows anyway. <laughs> okay, let's begin. So um, please correct me if I'm wrong here, but Stride Zone essentially is a layer one chain um, focused only on being a liquid staking provider. So I read somewhere that security, minimalism, and neutrality are the three core visions that the team wants to achieve. So my my main interest is like basically in the current space where you know a lot of other teams may be approaching aggressive multi-chain expansion strategies, for example, expanding beyond Cosmos to Ethereum, uh, BNB near, or building a diverse ecosystem on top of the secret staking modules like I think persistence. Can you elaborate on what Stride Zone is and how do they set themselves apart from other key competitors? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm really glad you uh, brought those points up because we do um, mm. really uh, value those three particular things, um, our, our mm. minimalism, our neutrality, and our security. So um, yeah, just to give an overview, that like liquid staking is very, very important. And there's a whole bunch of different companies trying to approach liquid staking in different ways. And this is how Stride does it. So um, there's persistence, of course. Uh, that's a blockchain. A P-stake is actually the liquid staking provider built on persistence. But the idea there is they want to have a native DeFi ecosystem on the same chain that provides liquid staking. Quicksilver is doing the same thing. Quicksilver is going to be their own L1 blockchain. They're going to have liquid staking, but also an ecosystem there where you can use your liquid stake derivatives. Uh, Lido is doing the same thing. Lido is going to be on Neutron and there's going to be a, a native DeFi ecosystem there. And Supernova, that's another smaller one. Uh, they actually mm -hmm. want to have their own stablecoin. Like it, they're making the liquid stake derivatives and they want to use them to back their own stablecoin on their chain. Um, so yeah, lots of people have these plans to issue uh, liquid stake derivatives, but also utilize them in their own native DeFi. And Stride is not like that at all. Stride is taking the exact opposite approach where we just do liquid staking derivatives and that's it. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's actually inspired, uh, we were uh, inspired by the Cosmos Hub when we made that design decision because everybody knows the Cosmos Hub as a layer one blockchain is famously minimalistic. They don't really do anything. Uh, they, they just have Atom. They have uh, no smart contracts, no apps. There's very little complexity, and they purposely decided not to build apps on their chain so that it would be more secure. And we thought, hey, liquid staking is very, very important. We need to be as secure as possible so 
no complexity. So, so on our chain, we just do liquid staking. We make. Uh, oh, good. I, I thought it was my fault. <laughs> oh, I, I think he. Oh, sorry, guys. I think he got cut off for a bit. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Where did he go? <laughs> sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. Um. Uh, okay, all good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hello. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry about that. Sorry, I, I just like I'm using my phone here. Obviously, we all have to, and I got a phone call. It just got messed up, so I'm back. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so like, if you like the Cosmos Hub, like, if you like the app chain vision where you just do one thing and you do it super, super well, then you'll probably like Stride because like Stride, we've got minimalism. We just do one thing. We do it really well. We're a pure app chain. And that gives us security as well, because like chains that have a lot of moving parts have a very wide attack surface. And we don't have that. We don't we don't even have Cosm Wasm on our chain. That's not part of it. We don't have all this complexity. So, you know, from an objective perspective, uh, if you have less, less complexity going on on your chain, there's just less um you know avenues that attackers can exploit your chain somehow or there's less uh chance that something will go wrong so that's minimalism that gives us security and it also gives us neutrality because like the big thing with liquid staking is you want to work with other DeFi projects you want to do integrations and that's kind of hard to do if you favor your own DeFi on your own chain so uh, we've got incentives but none of our incentives go to our own chain we're not trying to sponsor our own decks or our own money market or our own stablecoin. We give out our incentives to other chains. So we're completely neutral. We can work with anybody. Um, yeah, so those are like the three things that pretty much separate Stride from the others. <laughs> so, so in summary, Stride Zone is incredibly designed around security uh, from having fewer moving parts and huge design policy on simplicity. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, some of us that coined all this afternoon, we were actually thinking of looking at some liquid staking protocols uh, to liquid stake Juno. And we tried out your UI for the first time today and some of them said, you know, it was really simple and they liked it a lot, which is something getting increase increasingly harder to find in DeFi because everyone somehow likes complex stuff. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations on your new integrations, by the way, uh, with regard to the Osmo liquid staking token yesterday. I think you you went live, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Last night. And yeah, yeah, that's that's another big differentiator between Stride and some of the other ones. Um, we are live, and uh, they're not. So uh, we're the only ones <laughs> to provide a liquid staking derivative for Atom, for Osmo, uh, for Stars. Uh, we also support Juno, but um, Stake Easy is also mm. on Juno as well. Yeah, yeah. How do you pronounce the liquid stake tokens, by the way? Is it like ST Osmo or like Stiff Osmo? Yeah, some people in Stride say Stosmo or Statum. Um, I personally just say ST Atom, ah. but uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, seems like things are going really well because uh, community sentiment has been very strong and you guys are definitely shippers. Um, so I was trying to wrap, wrap my head around it, but I had a bit of difficulty, so I'm just going to ask you. In in terms of how the flow of funds work on the Stride Zone with interchain accounts, um, my understanding is that Stride Zone acts as the puppeteers to control accounts on the host chain. So, so for example, it may look like this process where users deposit their ADAM tokens to Stride, 
and there will be some certain time waiting period before their tokens will be moved over to the Cosmos hub to be staked, if I'm correct. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not too messy, but maybe you could explain further on how the flow of funds actually goes when a user liquid stake their tokens on StrikeZone? Yeah, um, that's a really interesting question because um, in the Cosmos, we have this new technology called Interchain Accounts or ICA. Mm -hmm. uh, Nobody is really using it, though, except for Stride. Uh, we're really the, the first blockchain slash application to actually take advantage of ICA. And um, what we do is we, we are our own layer one blockchain. We've got our own sovereign blockchain with our own validator set. Uh, but obviously, if you uh, deposit Atom with us, like we have to stake it on the Cosmos Hub. So how do we do that? We use interchain accounts. So the way the flow works, and if you look at our docs, you can see some um, diagrams that lay this out. But basically, um, you IBC, uh, uh, let's say your Atom starts on the Cosmos Hub, because that's where it's native to, you would IBC that to Stride. And then you would deposit it with Stride, and it doesn't get immediately staked. It sits on the on the Stride blockchain for about six hours, I think. Every six hours, we mm -hmm. sweep the atom to the Cosmos Hub. So we would IBC it to the Cosmos Hub, and it goes right. into an account on the Cosmos Hub that is controlled from the Stride blockchain. Uh, it's an interchain account, and then it's there on the Cosmos Hub. Um, we we auto compound the rewards every six hours or so, or maybe less. And then if you want to use ST Atom to redeem the underlying Atom, Stride would pull that Atom from the Cosmos Hub. So it, it's kind of like a new way of thinking about TVL, like total value locked. The total value locked on the Stride blockchain isn't exactly on the Stride blockchain, but it's controlled by the Stride blockchain. Our TVL is distributed across the, um, the host chains that we support, like Cosmos Hub, like Osmosis, like Juno, it's controlled from Stride, mm -hmm. but it's not exactly on Stride because we're using interchain accounts. Uh, is that actually a difference between how you guys are doing it as compared to the other liquid staking protocols, even though they're not live? Because I think I read somewhere that uh, is it Quicksilver, they're not doing it the same way as you are doing. Like basically, with regard to the six-hour time block thingy. Yeah, Quicksilver is doing it in a slightly different way, but um, we're, we're not entirely sure what they're doing. And it looks like some of their plans might be changing. And at this point, it's even up in the air whether or not they'll be using interchain security from the Cosmos Hub. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah, Quicksilver's not live. Uh, there's really no telling when they'll be live. That Their plans seem to be in a state of flux, so we can't quite say. But it does look... they. It looks like they might be using a slightly different method that relies on interchain queries a little bit more than Stride does. Um, but it, it's really hard to say. And it's very technical anyway. But, you know, basically, yeah. basically, um, Stride is pioneering this new approach to liquid staking using interchain accounts. And Quicksilver and Supernova and Lido are pretty much going to be doing something quite similar. Um, However, some of them, yep. some of them are still doing it in kind of the traditional way, like Stake Easy. Stake Easy has smart contracts on each chain that it supports, and Govmos is going to be the same way. Um, but yeah, they're doing it the traditional way. I definitely have to do more reading on this, <laughs> especially with ICS coming out next year. Um, so let's take it as though I'm a highly skeptical crypto user new to liquid staking derivatives, and you want to convince me. So liquid staking has been remarked as an innovative expansion of many use cases that 
increases capital efficiency, especially um, since Cosmos arguably still lack in many DeFi primitives. Uh, just a quick shout out to Delphi here for building on this front with Mars and so on, so off, so forth. But in your thoughts, what are the most striking benefits to focus on for liquid staking with Stryzone? Um, yeah, there's kind of two ways you can look at this. Um, you can look at it from the perspective of the ecosystem and you can look at it from the perspective of the user. And from both perspectives, liquid staking is a very good thing to do. Uh, let's take a look at it from the perspective of the ecosystem. So like just looking at the whole thing, not particular users. Um, for Cosmos chains, you want to have a lot of the uh, governance tokens staked because the staked governance tokens contribute to the economic security of the chain. So you want to have the highest staking rate possible. Uh, but on the other hand, you also want to have economic activity going on on the chain because that's what makes it interesting uh, with DeFi and everything. And in order to have DeFi going on, you're probably going to use a lot of the native um, token on that chain, the governance token. So you're going to want it to be not staked. You're going to want it to be liquid and in a protocol contributing to economic activity. So there's a bit of a conflict there. Um, there's this conflict in the ecosystem between, you know, having it staked, which is good for economic security and having it liquid in DeFi, which is good for economic activity. And a chain needs both of those things. So it's a bit of a dilemma. Um, Osmosis, mm -hmm. of course, has that dilemma because, um, you know, they want Osmo to be staked for economic security, but they also want it to be the base pair in all their liquidity pools to contribute to economic uh, activity. Uh, so with liquid staking, you don't have to make that choice. Like, that's the thing I'm getting to. With liquid staking, you can do both. Um, your tokens are both staked, so they're contributing to, like, the base token is actually staked. But then you have a derivative of that token, which goes into DeFi on the chain, and that contributes to economic activity. So you get both at once. So just considering it from the ecosystem's perspective and the builder's perspective, like, liquid staking is a very good thing. Um, and then. Uh, like there's the user's perspective and like with the users obviously the user can have his cake and eat it too he can he can earn like not twice the yield but he can earn two kinds of yield like he's got his token staked and he's earning yield on that but also he's got the derivative and that goes into DeFi, and he's earning more yield on that so like those are the two perspectives and like liquid staking like really is inevitable um this is just the beginning of the liquid staking revolution and it's going to get a lot bigger in Cosmos because it is very, very beneficial. I, have there been talks of, uh, let's say, I guess, ST Osmo being used as collateral for, I don't know, any kind of stable coins yet or is still in discussions? Uh, still in discussions on that one, but um, it's probably going to happen. And uh, like Any any names? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, like. Uh, <laughs> like this is web three and everything. So like the ideal yeah. is to have it as transparent and public as possible. And, uh, you know, ultimately stride doesn't really make these decisions and the, the, uh, stable coin issuers don't really make these decisions or the stable coin protocols. Like everybody mm -hmm. votes on it via governance. So it, it's quite possible that, um, uh, inter protocols, uh, stable coin, which is the interstable token IST that could be backed mm -hmm. by SD Osmo. Um, CMDX on the com or sorry CMST composite the composite stablecoin on the Comdex blockchain mm -hmm. and then Silk on the um, the secret blockchain uh, yeah like pretty much all of them really um, 
in my opinion, anyway, I'm just one participant in DeFi and like we all have to make collective decisions. But in my opinion, um, ST Osmo is pretty much uh, almost as good as ST Atom. Like the two of them are like the gold and silver of native Cosmos uh, collateral. And like I think pretty much everywhere ST Atom is going to be used, ST Osmo will probably be used as well. That's my opinion. Uh, yeah, one can tell Liquid Staking does have a lot to offer. I guess even Lido's coming over when Neutron goes live. I'm not so sure what's going on there. But on the other end, um, I've seen some comments, you know, liquid staking has been referred to, I don't know if this makes sense, but like a flywheel of leverage. Uh, so high likelihood of smart contract risk. Uh, we've seen certain incidents with other liquid staking protocols like uh, I think Stata on here, and how liquid stake tokens impact governance, which is quite a touchy topic considering Tender Min is inherently based on social consensus. So I know the strike team has made it abundantly clear that security is extremely important for y'all, um, things like ensuring there's enough liquidity for use cases as well. But I'm curious to know like your thoughts on tackling the governance concerns, if you don't mind sharing. Uh, yeah, uh, so there are definitely risks. Like uh, in life, whenever you do something new, something interesting, um, there's always risks attached. And like we can definitely talk about risks and um, uh, what they are. You can divide them into two categories, basically. Uh, that's the framework mm -hmm. I like to use. Um, with liquid staking providers, there's um, there's governance risks, and then there's economic risks. Uh, mm -hmm. We can talk about the economic risks first because it's a bit more straightforward. So uh, I guess this is like especially applicable to Stride because we're probably going to have more integrations than any other uh, liquid staking provider in the cosmos. So the, the risk here is if all these um, tokens are deposited with Stride and then we issue all of these liquid staking derivatives and they go out throughout the whole cosmos and they're integrated with Osmosis DeFi and Agoric DeFi and Secret and Comdex and, um, and Terra as well and Terra DeFi. Um, if we have so many integrations with our liquid staking derivatives, uh, if something happens with Stride, if Stride goes down mm -hmm. and suddenly those liquid staking derivatives are unbacked, then it will adversely affect all DeFi throughout the cosmos. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Contagion, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's not good because like it, it, it doesn't really seem good to have like this one centralized point of failure. Um, but mm -hmm. nonetheless, if you have to have like a liquid staking derivatives issuer like Stride, you would want it to be as secure as possible. And um, we are addressing these issues by taking security very, very seriously. In DeFi, I mean, like in crypto, you take security very seriously, obviously, because there's so many hacks and everything. Mm -hmm. But with Stride, it's even more important because we know that our partners that we integrate with their security depends on our security in terms of the economics. So if our if our chain is somehow there's a disaster, then economically it would be very very bad for all the other ones that we're integrated with. And um, so yeah, security is super important. We have a bug bounty. We're going to have a bug bounty with uh, Munify. Um, our team is very public and open. They're, the core contributors are all doxed. Um, they're building up their reputations. They're generating trust. We talk with the Osmosis teams, um, the informal team, um, lots of other teams. And um, we're going to have rate limiting to um, 
Yeah, like all kinds of security features. So that's how we're kind mm -hmm. of mitigating that particular risk, the economic risk. Um, but I believe you asked about governance, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, that's another risk, obviously. Like even if, um, even if there weren't some kind of cataclysm with Stride, um, there could still mm -hmm. be governance risks because the way Stride works is Stride token holders determine how de tokens deposited with Stride are um, distributed across validators on the host chains. So if you give us Atom, we have to pick how to delegate that Atom. And the way Stride picks how to delegate that Atom is um, Stride token holders vote on it. So um, mm -hmm. they, even if there isn't a disaster, there could be a, a risk of corruption. For instance, if the Stride token were held by a small group of people, then that small group of people would decide how tokens deposited with Stride are staked on all of our host chains throughout the cosmos. Um, so to prevent against mm -hmm. that issue, um, we're taking very drastic steps to distribute our token, uh, probably more drastic than other blockchains. Because again, for like all blockchains, decentralization is important, but more so with Stride because of the immense amount of responsibility we have. So uh, we've got our airdrop coming up, of course. Um, we're, we're giving away 6.3% of our token supply. And our token supply is governance. We're giving away this governance power to all the communities we support so that they can have a say in distributing the tokens that are deposited with Stride for the, for the purpose of uh, delegation. And in general, just looking at all of our um, stuff going to the community and LPs, we're giving away 50% of our token supply, um, which I would say is pretty radical and a pretty good thing to do. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, well, so my my main concern is basically, uh, well, not really a concern. So basically, the token strike, as you mentioned, we, will be used primarily for governance and also as incentives to bootstrap liquidity. But I'm still a bit confused on the governance part. Um, so with regard to governance, the strike zone token will be used to decide subsequent validators. Uh, where to deploy next and maybe down to even treasury management following the truly de decentralized approach. So actually, uh, I think a few weeks back, I, I actually talked to Vishal a while back on how validators will be chosen, but we only had so much time, so I couldn't really wrap it around my head. But does this mean newer validators who want to set up on Stripe, they would need to upload a proposal and depending on how it goes from there, the holders of the Stripe tokens will decide. Is that it? Um. As it happens, uh, we're actually having um, internal discussions about this uh, particular topic mm -hmm. right now. Um, we know, we know for a, for a fact that Stride token holders are going to be able to vote to determine the validator sets of our host chains. Mm -hmm. However, we're not entirely sure how that's going to go. And um, that is like one of the things we're actively working on right now. Uh, there are some possibilities. Um, I guess I won't comment too much, but one thing I'll say is, <laughs> one thing I'll say is like at Stride, we only have so much control because we are giving away 50% of our token supply. So mm. the, it, it's legitimately decentralized. Uh, it could be that people accumulate our token and they want to do our own thing. And they, they accumulate lots of the Stride token and then they have their own ideas on what to do. Uh, obviously, we've thought of 
various checks and balances to have. But, you know, ultimately, decentralization is a huge component. What we can do at this mm -hmm. point is try and uh, cultivate a, a governance culture that is uh, very effective and responsible. So you see this on osmosis as well with how they distribute their LP incentives. So it could be a free for all, like it could be a free for all where people are voting to give away LP incentives to this pool or that pool. But ultimately what has happened on osmosis is that there is a structured um, systematic way that they distribute LP incentives. Uh, are you familiar with that system? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, do continue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, anyway, on osmosis, like it, it could be a free for all because Osmo holders ultimately get to determine how to distribute incentives however they want. Um, nonetheless, there is a certain culture in place and there are certain precedents and procedures that have been developed over the months. And um, they do it in a pretty systematic way at this point. And I imagine mm. that's how Stride um, token delegation is eventually going to end up. Uh, but there are some open mm. questions about that. And uh, you'll, if you pay attention, you'll definitely see us communicating more about that in the coming weeks. Mm. So I understand it's a program that is currently running to incentivize the LPs and also uh, things like compensating the missing rewards during onboarding process. Um, I, sorry if I, I'm lacking the tokenomics knowledge, but what is the inflation schedule looking like for the strike token currently? There's a lot of inflation, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... Um, is it fixed or uh, is it a cap? Well, it, it's a little bit fluid, but uh, if you read our tokenomics article, uh, we do try and mm -hmm. uh, provide as much guidance as we can. Um, the, I could just kind of sketch it out right now. Um, mm -hmm. Right now, as we speak, there's probably about 500,000 stride circulating out of a total supply of 100 million. So that's mm. pretty small. Uh, but we're going to be having our big airdrop in um, this month. We're in November right now. So we are going to be having our big airdrop in November. And we are going to release, I think, uh, around 4 million stride token in that airdrop. Mm. Uh, some of that will be vesting. And then there's also uh, LP incentives. We're going to be giving out uh, 20 million stride worth of LP incentives uh, mm. in the first year, uh, which is a lot. That's one fifth of our entire token supply uh, in the first year. Uh, uh, yeah, th those are some insights. So yeah, basically the inflation is pretty high right now, but we consider mm. that to be a good thing because we are like genuinely, we're trying to bootstrap liquidity here and there, obviously, yeah. but also we're generally trying to push out our token and just get it into the right hands. And an example of that is our airdrop, for instance, if I can uh, talk about that. Like we've got 6.3% uh, of the token supply that we're gonna be airdropping in various ways. And it is kind of a complex and uh, like not your average airdrop, but anyway, 6.3% is definitely gonna be airdropped and we're not gonna be clawing any of that back. Cause like we really mm -hmm. just wanna get rid of it and get it out there so that the token supply is decentralized and properly distributed. Uh, with Osmosis, they airdropped 5% of their token supply, which is great, very admirable. But they ended up clawing back half of that, and that went into the community pool. And a lot of the time, you see people claw back unclaimed airdrop, or the airdrop just doesn't get claimed, and it's sitting idle forever, I guess. That's the case with Terra and mm -hmm. Juno. 
Um, but with Stride, we are uh, we're going to have our airdrop, and then if you don't claim it, we are going to claw it back, and we're going to airdrop it again to everybody. Mm. So you kind of get a second chance to claim more. Like <laughs> if your neighbor doesn't claim his, then you get a chance to claim his because I hope no one claims it. <laughs> it yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that that's the thing because if like there's a very low claim rate, like okay, we're gonna pull it all back in and then give it all back out and people will have a second go. You can you can start claiming it on the 15th of November, right? Um, it's actually the 22nd. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. No, no, we, can you, we did say the 15th, oh. but uh, it's going to be the 22nd. Can you uh, maybe elaborate deeper on the details of the airdrop for the people here? Me specifically, who's eligible, uh, is there a cap? Are there certain missions to carry out, et cetera, et cetera, when it goes live? Yeah, uh, you'll be able to see, uh, actually, right now, if you want, you can go to our tokenomics article. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I updated it this morning. Uh, I'm kind of going to be publicizing that later in the day. But uh, anyway, it's live right now. You can go to stride.zone. You can check out our blog mm -hmm. and scroll down and see our tokenomics, or sorry, our airdrop article. And um, yeah, the way it works is, uh, there is a minimum threshold and a max threshold um, for token stakers. Uh, and then there's a number of tasks you have to do, but um, it's all pretty much spelled out there in that airdrop article. Oh, nice. Aiden, Stars, Judo, Osmos, Ejective. Yeah. Pretty big range. Yeah, well, nice. uh, it, it's all the chains that we've supported. And as we support new chains, uh, we'll be doing further uh, future airdrops. Oh, my gosh. Oh, like 20 of them? <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah for every chain we support oh, it's, it's very different yeah very different from the traditional approach i think so you guys have successfully launched on four chains now um well what's next is there any alpha we could look forward to the next few weeks oh am i missing out next something <laughs> uh, well uh, the next one is injective uh, that's public knowledge mm. that'll be yep. sometime in november um we we uh, yeah there are other ones but uh, we haven't announced them yet can I poke some out for you? Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm afraid not. But there'll be a number, uh, like a couple more in November, we're pretty sure. Mm. And then, yeah, we, we've got a schedule that kind of, it's like a month in advance. So we know the next ones we'll be adding, but haven't announced those yet. I mean, it's generally impressive because I think you guys really took the comedy by storm. I, I, I initially didn't know Stride existed, and then suddenly this ping group of guys came on line on Twitter and then Cosmoverse as well. And, you know, you guys been shipping relentlessly since, what, two months back. Uh, well, you guys just went live recently and you already are up on four host chains. But yeah, congratulations. And I'm really proud of you as well going far to what to where you are today as well, working full-time in crypto. Oh, yeah, thank you. Um, definitely. Yeah. We've come a long way in a very short amount of time, but uh, the liquid staking revolution is just getting started. Uh, we actually don't have mm. any DeFi integrations outside of Osmosis as yet, but there is so much work being done behind the scenes. And uh, I'm just really excited for Cosmos DeFi in general. It's really going to come mm. to life over the next six months. If, if you don't mind, I'm going to open up the community floor to questions as well so people can probably, you know, ask right on what else they would like to hear. Oh, yeah. If you guys have any questions, just feel free to pop by. And quest so that you can't join for alpha right now. <laughs> Hold on. 
Yeah. I I think in Coin Hall right now, we're working on a few stuff ourselves. Um, we don't have Hall Sock up for Osmo. So, uh, we have Hall Sock up for Osmo, but none of the multi-hot multi-decks yet. Yeah. Hopefully, we get it up the token soon. White Shark's requesting. Hello? Hi there. <clears throat> Hi, John and Joella. Uh, I just got a question, right? So, in times of a market crash or downturn, so to say, Obviously, we may see heavy impacts from panic selling, especially for tokens with relatively low liquidity. So my question is for you, John. Are there any other measurements set in place by the team if the token representing the locked coins to couple or like to prevent the high price parity risk? Uh, you mean with the ST token token peg? Uh, correct, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, it could definitely unpeg. Um... We we do not perform arbitrage ourselves. We just leave that to the free market. And uh, so far, it's been working pretty well. Uh, actually, if you use CoinHall and you take a look at the uh, ST Atom Atom pair, you can see that um, the arbitrage is being performed very well. Uh, like it, it, it's um, you can you can just you know if it depegs significantly by five percent, you can make a heap of profit right there. So the peg has been kept very tight thus far by market forces. Um, but wh what kind of um, crisis did you have in mind? Well, it was mainly just the sense of uh, price slippage being currently high. So yeah, I was just wanting to know that. So thank you. Yeah, um, well, uh, the market's doing a pretty good job. But um, if there ever were, um, you know, well, it, you can think about it yourself. Just like panic selling. Oh, sorry? Yeah. Just the panic selling aspect, if there's, you know, a large proportion does so. Uh, yeah, it, it's a possibility. But um, I guess, like, the, to spell it out, the way it works is, for instance, with Atom. Uh, if the price of ST Atom um, falls, you know, so if the peg breaks to the downside and the price of ST Atom falls because so many people are selling their ST Atom for Atom, then the market is going to be buying ST Atom and using it to redeem the underlying Atom uh, for a profit. Uh, it's a pretty good mechanism, and uh, it's been working so far. Okay, thanks for that. I was also going to ask just briefly, are there stable swaps coming for the Liquid Stakes token? Uh, that's something we're thinking about, for sure. Um, there are definitely stable swaps coming to Osmosis very soon, and we're in touch with the Osmosis team about that. Um, one thing that we're not entirely sure about is the um, the fact that the the um, the relationship between uh, a liquid stake derivative token and the underlying token isn't exactly stable in the sense that ST Atom appreciates in value against Atom because that's uh, how the rewards work. The rewards accrue to the value of the liquid staking derivative. Um, so it, it wouldn't exactly be stable. What you would want is maybe like a meta-stable pool where the, the peg is kind of adjusted upward as the price of the liquid stake derivative increases against the underlying asset. Uh, do you get what I mean there? I understand. Yeah, I feel like I'll need to keep researching. But thanks. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's just something to consider. Like, yeah, um, Osmosis is definitely coming out with these stable swap pools. Um, it's just a, a bit of a question as to how suitable they would be. Because, for instance, like 
uh, ST Atom, since the, the staking reward rate of Atom is about 19%, ST Atom increases against Atom by about 1% a month, a little more than 1%. And that's kind of a significant drift right there. And uh, I don't know what exactly would happen if you had them set up in a traditional stable swap pool. But um, yeah, these are some things we're thinking about. Excellent. Thanks for that. Oh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Terra Spaces for hopping on. I just noticed in the chat. Um, we got the next question coming up by Crypto Boss. Let's make it the last one. <laughs> uh, one moment. There's a serious issue with uh, through the spaces sometimes. I swear the connection's really bad. Mm, is he having trouble getting up on stage? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I see him connecting, but it's not like like connecting. <laughs> If you if you want, you can also type or DM me a question, uh, crypto bros. But yeah, seems like it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I uh, just want to thank you for coming up here today, John. Thanks for spending the time for Spaces with Coin Hall. Uh, so thanks to Terra Spaces for recording this. Uh, yeah. yeah, nice. This was a great little chat. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, all good. Uh, looking forward to more updates in future. Remember to follow Strike Zone Twitter as well. Uh, looking forward to what you guys have in in the short term. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Enjoy your day. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Stride Zone ELI5 Liquid Staking AMA, hosted by CoinHall. Recorded on Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, and if you appreciate these recordings... Head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide. Checking out the scene. Laser beam focused. Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs make a last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with a dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den vision in the middle men. Listen to the fatal man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze trying to make the next bubble billion. Little den envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the Birds you gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop, right off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth, slide like Fox News, just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a base, make a call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion.
division in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Terror spaces.